Welcome back to VHS, or welcome. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Cassie. Showboat. Mm-hmm. Each week on VHS, we watch and discuss the top-grossing film from that week, 21 years prior, what's changed about our viewing experience, and what hasn't. Our movie this week is The Rock. More frantic. <laughs> Louder. <laughs> More noises. Yep. In case you didn't know, The Rock is a Michael Bay film. Mm. It debuted at number one on June 7th, 1996, and grossed over $25 million opening weekend. That's less than Twister or Mission Impossible in their opening weekends, which I thought was weird. Hmm. Uh, oh. I guess Michael Bay didn't have the pull at that time no, that he later did. I, I don't think he did, yeah. It was only his second um, feature film after Bad Boys. So <laughs> People didn't know how great he was. He didn't have the, the siren song appeal that he has now. <laughs> what? Michael Bay? Sweet. Like a salmon spawning upstream. Every summer I must go to the theater to watch a Michael Bay movie. Explosions. In the military. And more. <laughs> this thing eventually made over $336 million worldwide. Other movies that were on top that weekend include Mission Impossible, Twister, Dragonheart, so big month for Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> what a trash movie. I've never seen it. Oh, I, boy. I have no intention of changing that. Oh, you shouldn't. <laughs> have you seen it recently no no i okay. haven't i feel like it's one of those things where your opinion doesn't really change on it no i was trying to gauge if you had seen it when you were a child which is the age you should probably see that <laughs> i guess i don't i don't really know when you should see that movie i was trying to assess how harshly i should judge you for having seen it at all that's um... That was my real motive behind that question. Probably pretty harshly. <laughs> but I mean, um, it's got Christian Slater in it, though. Really? I think so. Oh, you know who? So? I just, I looked it up on IMDb earlier today when I was preparing, and apparently Asif Mondvi was in it. Oh, that's weird. Uh, hopefully as a child. Huh. It doesn't have Christian Slater in it. I don't know what I'm thinking of. Maybe Dragonheart 2. <laughs> Dragon Harder? <laughs> no, that doesn't have Christian Slater in it either. Anyway, it's a trash film. <laughs> don't watch it. Oh, can do. I will steer clear of Dragonheart. I'm just trying to find Asif Manvi because now I feel like a racist. Did I make that up? <laughs> I was going to say, I, I don't see him. I saw it on the numbers, and now I'm looking on IMDb. Maybe he has a like really small part that's not even like mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not gonna rest until I get to the bottom of this. Ba 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 
Oh, you know what? I was confused. Asif Manvi was not in Dragonheart. He was in the number five movie that week, which I also um, had to look up the details of because I didn't know what it was. Is that Eddie? Um, Eddie. Yeah, what is Eddie? That's that Whoopi Goldberg movie about basketball. Oh, I don't think I know what that is. I vaguely recall seeing it on the shelf at the video rental place, but I have never seen it because Whoopi Goldberg was not a huge draw for me when I was <laughs> 10. Oh, God, Donald Trump is in it. Ugh. I wish I hadn't looked this movie up. Yes, and Asif Manvi. I feel less insane now. <laughs> He when plays a character was... named Muhammad. Go figure. <sighs> I was typing in the name Eddie and then movie to Google the movie, <laughs> and it suggested that I look for Eddie Money instead. <laughs> <laughs> Were you oh, searching right. for Eddie Money? <laughs> no, no, no. Eddie Movie, please. <laughs> My first my first mental picture when I was thinking about a movie called Eddie was that it was like a full length film about Eddie the dog from Frasier. <laughs> that's who you think of when you hear the word, the name Eddie. Yeah, that's the number one Eddie that I think of. <laughs> Even before Eddie Murphy, I think of Eddie the Eddie, shaggy little Eddie dog. Eddie the dog from Frasier. Uh-huh. I think of Eddie Murphy. I never really watched Frasier, to be honest. Neither did I. I would just catch the end if I was like going to bed late or had to get up to get a drink of water or something. Mm. I have really distinct memories of hearing the theme song like from my bed. Like, <laughs> lights, lights out, doors closed. I can still hear that toss salad and scrambled eggs <laughs> song. God damn that song. They're calling again. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with that star salad and squirrel. <laughs> what a stupid song. <laughs> By, uh, <clears throat> sounded like a Forrest Gump interpretation. <laughs> it did. That's why I stopped. <laughs> <sighs> don't know what to do with that shrimp salad and shrimp and shrimp <laughs> I, shouldn't, mm. I shouldn't do impressions they're bad no please <laughs> I live for your impressions <laughs> don't take this away from me okay homie <laughs> god that reminds me I gotta make that my text notification <laughs> How me? <laughs> it's glorious. Anyway, <clears throat> The Rock stars Sean Connery as Patrick Mason, Nick Cage as Stanley Goodspeed, Ed Harris as the villain, General Francis X. Hummel, and a bunch of other recognizable faces, including Vanessa Marcille. Who mm. played Brenda on General Hospital? 
and she is the worst female character <laughs> in the world oh, in this movie. She's pretty insufferable, yeah. She has one motivation and one motivation only, and that's to get married mm, to Stanley. Yeah, she got knocked up, and now she wants to get married. Because mm-hmm. he's a real catch. Uh, and on paper, he is. He's a yeah. FBI biochemist. He's got a doctorate. Mm-hmm. He's got a pretty sick apartment. Yeah, with like uh, a friggin' like roof, terrace, and everything. Mm-hmm. Where they can do it. You don't know that that's a private roof, though. No, that's true. You don't. I assumed his whole apartment shares, the whole building shares that. And they just never go up because it's Stanley's fuck palace. Oh, God. (laughs) They seem like the creepy couple who does that. Yeah. Nick Cage seems like half of a creepy couple, (laughs) no matter who he's with. No matter who the girl is. Yep. That's true. Did all the prom queens you want, Nick Cage. And this is the first Nick Cage movie to come out after he had won his Oscar for leaving Las Vegas. Mm. A little little shift in direction for Nick. Well done, Nick. Setting him off down the road that would take him to Con Air. (laughs) Face off. What a weird career this man has had. Hey, guys. And also, yeah, what a great actor. Yeah, I, I think this movie's in that sweet spot where Nick Cage was being his weird Nick Cage self in decent movies, mm-hmm. where it's just like, this could be a normal character, but instead it's freaking Nicolas Cage for some reason <laughs> doing his weird thing. This crazy Half the time eyes. just acting like a normal character and then just raising his voice <laughs> inappropriately. <laughs> he does good. so well, though. <laughs> it's it's kind of unpredictable. Mm. It's like, you never know when he's going to toss in a little of that Nick Cage spice. <laughs> As opposed to later when he just started making garbage movies. Yeah. Uh, for mysterious reasons. Uh, I mean, he made some garbage movies to begin with, too. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. He's got a roller coaster kiss. ride of a career. He can do it all. It's kind of like his personality. Sometimes he's normal and then sometimes he's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what Ugh. what makes you tick nick cage when i rented this movie from the video store because i try to patronize a brick and mortar video store when i can because mm. i'm lucky enough to have one that's near me. nice yeah i went to the michael bay section and i was glad to see that the rock was in in criterion collection <laughs> nonetheless <laughs> I took it to the counter and, like, kind of smirked at the guy at the counter and was like, I don't know why this is in the Criterion collection, but I'm sure glad it is. And he kind of looked at it with a straight face and was like, "Mm, I haven't seen it. Like, uh, you haven't seen The Rock? It's it's like, well, I'm not going to urge you to see it (laughs) unless you're into, like, Michael Bay movies that star Nick Cage. It's like, I don't care about the Michael Bay part. I just care about the Nick Cage part. It's like, listen, dude, being into Nick Cage movies, like gratuitously watching them for the sake of seeing Nick Cage movies, does not make you better than someone who watches Michael Bay movies for no. the sake of seeing a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> They're pretty much on the same level right yeah. there. Take that attitude and put it away for this. Weird. 
that he would. But then the other cashier turned to him and was like, you should watch it. It's worth it. It's worth it. This is one of those movies that I watched regularly because it's like, it was always on TNT or uh-huh. some TV. And I feel like we had it on DVD eventually. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure one of my brothers just listened to the soundtrack. Like, <laughs> just listened to it. And I don't mean, like, the actual, like, pop songs that are in it. I mean, like, the instrumental, <laughs> like, sound effects and everything. Mm. Hans Zimmer fan, is he? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. It's soothing is what it is. Uh, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, I don't normally, I don't really pay attention to, like, instrumental scores. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was notable, even to an oblivious person like me, for being mm. very aggressive and intrusive. <laughs> it's in your face. <laughs> So, general summary of this movie, uh, it's a it's pretty straightforward action plot. A group of U.S. Marines under command of renegade General Francis X. Hummel take over 80 hostages, take over Alcatraz, and threaten to fire missiles armed with lethal nerve gas at San Francisco if their demands aren't met. Mm-hmm. Uh, chemical weapons specialists Stanley Goodspeed and Patrick Mason an enigmatic 60-year-old federal prisoner who once escaped from Alcatraz himself, lead the mission to break the prison, break into the prison, and save the day. Yep. That's uh, about it. Yeah. The Rock has a lot of everything. It's got <laughs> In your face. Of, it's got a lot of shooting. It's got a lot of suspenseful scenes where people are hiding in dark corners while other people try to find them. It's got a lot of loud Hans Zimmer music. And, of course, it has a lot of explosions. Mm-hmm. So many explosions. That's the thing about Michael Bay. He loves explosions and he loves the military. Yeah, I haven't actually seen many Michael Bay movies or paid very close attention to them, but the military is very prominently featured yeah and the flag is everywhere and like the sun is setting behind it all the time and boots are on the ground running triumphantly a lot of military equipment you got your helicopters your your planes your well no tanks in this one but i'm sure if there were an opportunity to use them he would have yeah um, but the, the messaging is kind of con- conflicting in this one because Francis, the renegade general, Ed Harris, is uh, he's doing a very reprehensible thing for the wrong reason or for the right reasons. He's doing a bad thing for the right reasons. He's trying to avenge his men who the government did wrong by, mm-hmm. but by potentially killing a lot of innocent people, but not really. He's not actually going to do it. It's just a bluff. It's fine. So there's there's a lot in this movie. There's too much to go over, really. I would give, just up front, I'll give the same advice to our listeners that that I gave to the unappreciative video store clerk, which is 
if either Michael Bay or uh, Nick Cage appeal to you mm. in any way, watch this movie. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Or mm-hmm. Ed Harris or Sean Connery. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They're pretty great, too. I mean, they not are. That, not that Ed Harris, you know, is in it that much, but it's some good Ed Harris action, you know. What isn't good Ed Harris? Steel action? blue eyes. Ice that firm jaw. Yeah. I like I like Ed Harris. I know you do. <laughs> I like Ed Harris too, but I don't know that I like him as much as you do. That's fair. Do you have some favorite scenes or least favorite scenes you'd like to air? Um I wouldn't say I have favorite scenes in this movie. I mostly have a bunch of quotes that uh, we say over and over again. It's a very quotable movie. (laughs) It is. Mm -hmm. I noted several quotes myself. Yeah. But let me have them. um, I don't listen to that soft ass shit. In reference to Elton John. Hey, do you like the Elton John song Rocket Man? (laughs) That whole exchange is classic. I don't listen to that soft ass shit. (laughs) I only mention it because it's you. You're the Rocket Man. How do you like that shit? That one's good too. That's another one I say all the time. You know how this shit works? <laughs> it's the same exact uh end death as in Broken Arrow. It is. Somebody gets shot with a rocket into well, this in this case mm-hmm. I guess it's the ocean. No. Not quite. The rocket goes into the ocean. The man does not. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where where does he end up? If you want to know, you'll have to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun. It's worth it. Which just goes back to my belief that Christian Sl- that Broken Arrow would have been better if Christian Slater's part were played by Nick Cage. Kind yeah. of what's happening here. Yeah, I think so. You get that element of crazy in there. Although John Travolta was crazy enough for everyone. Well, we know what happens when those two get in a movie together. <gasps> yeah, we do. Um my I had a lot of I had a lot of highlights, a lot of good quotes, but my absolute favorite shot is when there's one explosion. You'll know what explosion it is. Hmm. Um where we're afraid that Nick Cage is going to get blown up. He doesn't, but we get this huge blooming explosion and Nick Cage's body just goes flying across the screen like a rag doll in slow-mo. <laughs> yep. So goofy in what I think was supposed to be an emotional moment. <laughs> yeah, and they show his girlfriend's face, and she's like, oh, no. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one's pretty good. Another line I can imagine getting a lot of mileage out of is, what say we cut the chit-chat, asshole? 
<laughs> yeah, it's good too. I'm going to start using that one around the office. <laughs> oh, 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 and I'm going to take pleasure in gutting you, boy. That was such a what the fuck quote. <laughs> And I so appreciate it. I love those moments where something weird happens and I like start scribbling down like this is really messed up. And in the next scene, the movie itself acknowledges how messed up that is. (laughs) In on the joke. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, this is a very quotable movie. It's good stuff. And most of the good quotes come from Nick Cage. As they usually do. Because he's crazy. (laughs) Hey, man, he just fucked up your Ferrari. It's not, not mine. mine. I'm impressed by how Michael Bay was able to fit in so many classic stunts and special effects in a movie that you would expect would just all take place on an island in a series of confined spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, surely there's no room for a car chase. Oh, no, no, no. In Alcatraz. Of course there is. A pretty, A, unnecessary, and B, epic car chase. (laughs) Many, many explosions. I kept a list of just a few of my favorite things that wander across the street during this car chase. We got an old lady bumbling across the street. Of course. A line of... A, wa- a line of what looks like athletes in the Paralympics. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. Tons of people on wheelchairs. Mm-hmm. Um, whole lot of water jugs. Yeah, just a falling truck, off a truck. A truck full of water jugs. Poland spring jugs. And because it's uh, San Francisco, <laughs> a massive trolley explosion. Gotta have that trolley. A lot like- of explosions. I think this car's car chase is notorious for having like all of these random like there might even be like a baby carriage thrown in there too at some point. That would be good. <laughs> a line of baby ducks would not be out of line. Uh-huh. Yep. Um what else could we have? Mm-hmm. A ca- a prince pushing a katamari. <laughs> yes. Why do you like How'd you like the dramatic pairing of Nick Cage and Sean Connery? Do you like their chemistry? You know, I did. I feel like they worked well together. Mm. It was like an interesting trade-off of who's going to be the wild man and who's going to be the straight man. Yeah. Because you'd expect Nick Cage to go balls out and be crazy, but a lot of the time he's like the mild-mannered scientist who's in out of his element and... uh, Sean Connery is some mysterious badass, been imprisoned for 30 years, and we don't know why. And mm-hmm. when we first meet him, he's got this magnificent mane of long <laughs> silver convict hair. Silvery hair. It's kind of gross, though. He needs a haircut. I didn't remember him getting it cut. I thought he would have it for the whole movie. Really? <laughs> Imagine my surprise. No, they got to sex he- him up, man. Gotta have that sexy Sean Connery. He's got a nice face. He's got a nice face. That's... I wonder if they cast Nick Cage so that Sean Connery could be the sexiest lead on screen. <laughs> like, well, mean, he's 60 years old. It's gonna be tough. That's true, but... 
I don't know. He's ancient, but he's still a stud. I haven't seen him recently, but if he looks the way he looked 21 years ago, as I'm sure he does. He probably does. He's one of them timeless people. Still our hottest bond. Mm-hmm. Statistically, based on hard data. Was he hairy? I forget. Mm-hmm. Super hairy. Yep. Yep. It's he's super hairy, now. but he's got a very handsome face. Mm. How old is Sean Connery now? Oh, 86. You know, I was going to guess around 80, but oh boy. Yeah. Wow. Oh, oh he's not looking so hot anymore. <laughs> that 86-year-old man does not look very hot. <laughs> Poor Sean Connery. Oh, yeah, he looks like an 86-year-old man, I guess. I think he looks like a 76-year-old man. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, he looks good for a nearly 90-year-old person. (laughs) Anything else? Do you have any comments about the elegant string of pearls necklace configuration? Ooh. Of the chemicals? Elegant but also really unstable. Mm. So thanks to everyone for joining us this week on VHS. As always, if you want to keep up with us during the week, you can follow us on Facebook by searching for VHS. Thanks to Devin McKernan for production support and to Phil DeMatzis for writing our original theme music. You can find Phil's stuff on SoundCloud and the links on our blog. And lastly, if you don't want to take our word for it on The Rock, we've got a second opinion for you, courtesy of the internet. Metacritic commenter Cooter Patooter (laughs) says... (laughs) Cooter Patooter. (laughs) I instantly trust this opinion. Go. Cooter Patooter says, probably Michael Bay's best film. And I did not mean that as a compliment. (laughs) Bazing. Yeah, I think I think that is a giant phallus. I mean, it has like a phase.